You getting mad? You getting mad? I'm getting rich. You getting mad? I'm getting rich. Do you know what's not dead? Watch out, little bitch. The Taybreaker. The Taybreaker. Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where we ask, "Do you like eggs?" and "What's in the box?" Oh, what's in the box? I'm the third sexiest man alive, Daryl. The Beef Hogan, joined by the second sexiest man alive, Ginger Isaac Locke. Hi. Hey. I'm number, I'm number two. You're number two. I'm number three. Number four is here as well. Uh, Idris Alba. <laughs> just, <laughs> just kidding. Number five, Richard Gere. Nah. No. Okay. Number yeah. six is here. Taylor. Yeah. McAlpine. You're the sixth sexiest, sixth sexiest man alive. Are you proud of that? I'm okay being in the top 10. Here's a fun question. And this totally just popped into my head, but you stumbled on sixth. Can you spell 12th? Yeah. T W E L. 12th PHT. <laughs> no, it's FTH. FTH. Start that over. T W E L F T H. Correct. Yeah. There's an elf in 12th. Yeah. Elf. Probably the only word that goes elf. <laughs> it's a real word. Why do I know that? Because I lived at a building that was on 12th Avenue and it was written on the elevator wall. Give Fun me fact. three words that end with S H I O N. Fusion? Nope. No, that's that's nope. not an H. That was off the cuff. S H I O N. Cushion? Yep. Oh, good. Good, good, good. I like that. Cushion. Daryl? I got none. <laughs> Blank. Fashion? Fashion. Fashion. Fascists? Anti fascists? Anti Settle. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. I actually don't know if there's a third. I just knew those two. <laughs> Oh, so he got one of the two. There's definitely a, there's definitely a, a, a more than two, but we're unaware. Let's let's continue on. Let's continue on. Yeah. So we've who's talked number to, one? Who's number one? I say the question. I'd say George Clooney. Well, he has been on the cover twice, but I just totally disregarded him. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he's very disregardable. The, the other people that were on the cover twice were uh, Johnny Depp, Steve Carell. No, he's never been on the list. He should be. One hundred percent. He's Look a good-looking old man. He is. But the number one is Fine Brad man. Pitt. Brad Pitt. 95 and 2000. Oh, so, oh, that's a real stat. He's, he's been in the sexiest man. Of, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Richard Gere was 99. No big deal. Idris yeah. Alba, 2008 or nine, whatever. Yeah. Sorry, 19. It was a couple years ago. Sure. I looked through the sexiest man alive list and there was uh, two black guys out of uh, like 30 years. Is Will Smith one? No. It's what? Racist. Michael B. Jordan and Idris Alba. Uh, yep. No, I get that. Michael B. Jordan was recent. Because he did like Black Panther two or Black Panther and Creed. Creed. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah. okay, you wouldn't. <laughs> he was also in the awkward moment. He's he's definitely one of my least likable like actors. Why? Because because he's not a good actor. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Taylor. <clears throat> anyway, I, so I'm also, super stoked. Taylor's here. We do need to talk about your facial hair. We don't have to talk about it. So, have you? Has anyone ever seen the movie X Men? Yeah, <laughs> there's two characters in that movie that come to mind. I'm thinking Sabretooth, Sabretooth, <laughs> and Logan. <laughs> but Logan 
Logan doesn't have a mustache. His just stops right there. It was like he, his is also even on both sides. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just the bottom. You can't see that. It's underneath my second chin. It was like you fell on a razor, <laughs> and it only went from your bottom lip to your throat. I wanted to do like you, okay? You used to do cool <laughs> facial hair, and I'm like, I'm going to do facial hair today. I did really cool facial hair once where I shaved just like a little... I, I shaved everything clean except my mustache, like a really... Th- not thick, thick not oh. thick mustache, like a low pro must- mustache, and then just the the like chin bar. So I had like a, a hair across my chin. I don't remember seeing that, that was one. In patina, and, oh. it, and it was it was obviously satirical. Like yeah. I wasn't trying to be serious with it, but uh, I couldn't even look myself in the mirror. So I, I could barely look myself in the mirror when I left the house. Stop sometimes. I'm 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 actually like worried of my own embarrassment to go to drop off Marshall at school in the morning. <laughs> All the moms are oh. going to love you, man. They're going to be like, hey, they're going to be like, hey, 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 Kevin, stay the fuck away from that guy. Okay. <laughs> Who's Kevin? I don't know. Oh, okay. Just their kid. So tonight, here's a funny thing. Uh, we were, Me and Taylor were talking hockey names, players' names in hockey, because I, for some reason, can name like any NHL player's first name. And he was, we were going back and forth, and I was like, I was like, Farabee. So he has to give me the first name. Joel. I said, I gave, I was like, here's a hint, Daryl's uncle. And he goes, Kevin? Oh. And I was like, no. (laughs) Kevin's my dad, bro. That's that's your dad. And then I was like, Stan? (laughs) I was like, Kevin. Well, you you didn't even get an uncle first, but then, you know, you had two that you knew (laughs) and you still picked the wrong one. I kept it in the family. It's true. It's true. You know, Dean and Rachel and Kevin. uncle. No, but I mean, you know, they're, oh, they, yeah. you know, Stan's children. So, you know, that's true. So Darryl's I should have known one that. Of them. Yeah. And also how many times have you told me that Joel was your youth pastor? Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, well, I'm just going to say Stan's the reason that he would pick Stan instead of Joel because he knew Stan more. So I'll give him that. Remember that store called Stokes? Yeah. In the mall. I used it to, did like shitty, um, like footstools yeah. and weird like electronics. I used to vintage. I used to call Stan's jokes Stokes, and he thought it was the funniest thing. Moving on. Okay, perfect. I don't know. What... Brad we're, Pitt. Wh- why are we here? A, we're doing a Brad Pitt bracket. Oh, man, because he, love him or hate him, the guy puts out fucking fire movies. Who hates Brad Pitt? I don't know anyone. Taylor, the guy knows how to act. He can act he and can look act. and look handsome and doing look, it. He is so handsome. Yeah. Name one movie where he's ugly. 12 Monkeys. Well, yeah. He's got a fucked up eye in that movie. But it's like a good looking ugly. It is. Yeah, it's true. He still has, got, he still has cool hair. He's got great hair. What movie does he have bad hair? Well, to today's standards? No. Like, like River at the runs time, through it? At the time. Any movie that he's, that he's been out, that he's put out, every movie that he's been in, he's always had great Legends hair. of the Fall. Oh, yeah. I've Me, never seen Legends of the Curious Fall. Curious Case of Benjamin Button. That's true, but he's all okay, fucked up. He's an old baby. That doesn't count. <laughs> hey, he's like a weird alien dude. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I've never seen that one. He's like a prune. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> he looks like a prune in that movie. <laughs> I like the. Did you like the the part in what was it? Uh, uh, Secret Life of Walter. Secret Mitty. Life of Walter Mitty when he uh, when Benjamin they, Button's disease. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like this this little guy. Anyways, had to be there. Have you seen Secret Life of Walter Mitty there, Taylor? No, I have not. Wow. Okay. That's <clears throat> that's your homework for the week. So you, that's why we're not doing a Ben Stiller bracket. <laughs> yeah. You honestly would love that movie. Okay. S- 
we told Aaron about that movie, asked him the same question, and he was like, no, I haven't seen it. And then he watched it, and now it's one of his favorite yeah, movies. Yeah, but Aaron's boring as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Aaron, do you hear that? Aaron's not in within reach right now. So you're, <laughs> you can't make you're fun safe. of him. <laughs> That 6'5 bastard. Taylor's tall, too. But That's not 6'5. Not five. I know. I know. You're taller than I am. I'll give you that much. All right. We have if a Aaron Brad- got mad, he would wreck me. He would wreck you. Before, uh, Sorry, I just wanted to get into this. Bracket? Before the bracket. Okay. Real quick. Totally different subject. Um, there's an actor. I want to hear your guys' opinions of this. I, and I don't know if you know the story, but Alec Baldwin is in some shit right now. Yes. What do you think about that? I so mean, it was a... Uh, complete accident, right? I don't know. I don't know the details. I don't know if he really, really did, didn't like the person. And, and So what the details you know? are the, from the news sources, I don't know. But the details are that he was given a gun with the other prop guns. The assistant director said they're good to go. Like you're good. Cold to, guns yeah. They're cold whatever. guns. You're good to use them for the scene. And then he grabbed it and then pointed it and shot it where he was supposed to. And it happened to be loaded. Yeah. It's like what so happened with Bruce it, Lee's son. Yeah. So is it the prop guy? Is that guy getting in huge trouble as the assistant director? Like they can't charge ben, or, or uh, Alec Baldwin with manslaughter. Can they? I don't know, but here's a question. If, uh, say a doctor gives a nurse a needle with something in it that they, that's not supposed to be in it. And they go, here you go, inject this into a person and it kills that person. Is it the nurse's fault or the doctor's fault? Doctor's fault. I would say it's the doctor's fault. Yeah. So if that's that good, gun was intentionally analogy. loaded by a prop guy and given to an actor who was under the impression it was a cold gun and he pointed at somebody and shot where he was supposed to do mm-hmm. or su- how he was supposed to do it. And he happened to kill the fellow, which he did. Um, I don't, I don't see that being his fault. No, I, I agree. How was he supposed I'm, to? Know? I'm on that. I'm on that page too. But here's the gun safety thing: if you're into gun safety, no matter, even if you see somebody clear a gun, this is really nerdy. Even if you watch somebody clear a gun, when they give it to you, you're supposed to clear that gun still. That means check to make sure there's nothing, there's no rounds in the barrel, and there's nothing in the magazine. But do actors have gun safety courses before they? If they're using them, they should. You're right. I don't disagree. I'm just, I don't think it's his fault, No, but you know. So I, sorry, it's a really sad story. Like she, it is. She's uh she's like a 40 year old mother, but like a young kid. She's super sad. I sorry to put it down. Or I just, I was honestly curious to, to hear you guys' opinions. Yeah, it that. sucks. I didn't even know about it until, cause I got rid of the social meds. I, I only heard about it from the wife the other night. Yeah. The night that it happened, I guess, or the day it happened. Yeah. <coughs> so moving, moving on. on. All right. Well, we're uh, we're doing a bracket today. Eric Baldwin. <laughs> what are your thoughts on peanut butter? <laughs> I love that. Oh, all right. Well, we're into a bracket on Brad Pitt movies. Yeah. There was a ton of them. This list had quite a few. We narrowed it down. We've seen a few of these on the bracket before. Specifically, yep. three of them. Yeah, three of them. That's it. And uh, we're gonna get right into this. So, number one, we have Fight Club. Versus the curious case of Benjamin Button. Yeah, Fight Club. Yeah, it's a no-brainer, right? Don't even need to talk about it. Fight Club. I, yeah. To be fair, I've watched the curious case of Benjamin Button like the first half hour, fell asleep, and never retried. And I, let's be honest, Tyler Durden would beat the fuck out of Benjamin. Yeah, little bitch. I <laughs> I shut it off in the 12th minute. So you didn't, you've never seen it either? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I was just throwing 12th back in there. I have seen it, and Fight Club wins. Okay. 
Perfect. Taylor, you're in agreement. Doesn't matter. Agreement. Agreement. Whatever. Taylor, you agree with that? (laughs) (laughs) Speak up, motherfucker. (laughs) Thanks, Taylor. Now let's. You you spoke at twelve a second ago. Let's get there. Twelve monkeys. Mm. Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt versus True Romance. Yeah. A Christian Slater film. Brad Pitt's a very small character. Tertiary character. It's. It's uh, the battle of two movies that don't star Brad Pitt. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> He's in 12 Monkeys a lot more. Yeah. His character in True Romance is a lot more lovable. Yeah. Close the door, man. Floyd? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor hasn't seen True Romance. No, I have not. Yeah. He plays like the, the stoner, doesn't get off the couch, just watches shows and smokes tons of weed roommate. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. it's literally a background character that was memorable. Yeah, like someone that we knew. Or no. Former, former. Or former. Yeah. Well, not like former friend. He's still a friend, but like that's how he used to be. Fair enough. And not anymore. Uh, I'd say true romance. I would, I would too. Like 12 Monkeys is, is wicked. Sure. It's, it's a total mind, mind fuck of a movie. Um, however, true romance is, is, is like 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Like I said before we started recording, I thought 12 Monkeys was like a futuristic sci-fi version of one flew over the cuckoo's nest you're not all wrong yeah, yeah. Un- un- well not unfortunately it's it's not that way at all it's like it's not like one flew over the cuckoo's nest well he's not getting a lobotomy but he is getting a, a second chance i guess yeah bruce willis but it's, it involves time travel yeah it involves yeah it's weird sci-fi virus i don't know maybe it was a sars COVID virus or does it just kidding. Dun, dun, dun. We'll have to see. Okay. Just the 12 monkeys. Anyway. True romance. True romance moves on. Man, we're fucking getting through this. Guy. It's easy so far. It's going to get harder. Yeah, I, will. I, have, I have a good feeling. Um, That's what happens. We're on to the other side here where we have Ocean's Eleven versus Moneyball. Easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I think it's easy, but I'm the opposite of you guys. I'm yeah, 100% true. going Ocean's Eleven on this one. And here's why. It was the start of that oceans trend with it was like that movie was great it had a great cast it mm. was funny it was entertaining don't don't think of the second one and third one i was gonna say it was like the of start of the seven to follow no there's only two that <laughs> <laughs> followed no one counts ocean's it was eight. it was a stacked cast it had a great uh it was a great heist movie um it, you know good good movie uh but in my opinion i enjoyed moneyball better probably because i like baseball uh but also, there was just things about that movie that, you know, it's based on a true story and you got like the story of this guy, this great uh, general manager in Billy Bean and Brad Pitt killed it. So, well, yeah, he did. And he was like the star, like he was the leading role, whereas 12 Monkeys or 12 Monkeys and uh, Ocean's Eleven was was, a, would say, primarily a George Clooney movie with like a and bunch Julia of, Roberts. I, I think I think Brad Pitt was right bass. there. Number two. <laughs> large large mouth bass. bass. I think Brad Pitt was right there, at number two. He was, uh, in that. but he was. second build. But you're right. I will say he was really good in Ocean's Eleven and always having food. Oh, he was, was eating in every scene, and, and, it, and it's He's, hilarious watching him eat. Now that you know that, especially. there's there's clips of all the times that Brad. That's kind of like his thing. But that's in multiple movies, not just the Ocean. Yeah, he, no, he eats he eats like the same kind of way. He eats like funny in like every movie he's ever been in because he looks good doing it. He looks good doing everything. Man. So Taylor, are you going for Moneyball as well? Pack your bags, Pete. 
All right. <laughs> just bought you from the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> Taylor loves him some Moneyball. So we've seen Moneyball move past the first round in a couple of these little brackets here. Because it's a good movie. It is. It really is. Now, I'm sad about the, I'm, I'm sad about a lot of these that have come up. Ocean's Eleven, I wish, would have moved on. True Romance, I'm happy with. Fight Club, I'm happy with. This one, another one that's really good is going to get knocked out. Um, seven and The Big Short. Both fucking great movies. The Big Short is fantastic. Like, it's great. Yeah. But it doesn't compare to no. Seven. Seven made Brad Pitt, in my opinion. Seven's a good mind Did fuck. You, so here's a fun fact. Did you know, you know how Brad Pitt was wearing, he like fucked up his hand in that one scene where he's like chasing him in the rain? In the movie, he like fucks up his hand and he puts a, they put a cast the ca- on his hand. Yeah. He actually, I don't know if he broke his wrist or what he did, but he actually injured his hand in that scene and they and he just wore a cast for the rest of the movie. I didn't know that. Fun fact. That is kind of crazy. Yeah. That's crazy that they actually- kind of badass. That they must have filmed it in chronological order then, or some, somewhat. I would say. I know like- Or, or maybe they hit There's it. like, yeah, there's like parts of the, like towards the end where he's not wearing a cast, but it could have just been the timeline. Like he might have only had to wear a cast for four weeks or something and they filmed yeah. for, you know, three months. That movie was fucked. It's, I was just telling this to Taylor and you told us to stop talking about it, I think. Um, or maybe it was before you got it. Anyways, uh, Seven- is it's dark it's like kind of scary eerie um gory and the ending of that movie absolutely blows your head up no pun intended (laughs) every time (laughs) every time you watch that like it's and yeah you like you get like that movie builds the characters you get like a you get attached to certain characters and i won't maybe i won't necessarily ruin the actual surprise because if you haven't seen it mid 90s if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, but you get attached to characters and you sympathize with characters and then those characters end up just losing their heads. And they all die. <laughs> characters <laughs> end up losing their heads. But at the same time, you get a little bit of gratification from the way the movie ends, but also like super sadness also. I just, I loved how creepy certain scenes were that made me super uncomfortable. Like, was it? So there's, I'm trying to remember the seven deadly sins. The one that guy, uh, the lust, lust is brutal. Yep. Glutton basically puts, it's a strap on of knives. Yep. That's fucking brutal. Yep. Glutton. Yeah. That's gross. The gluttony one. He like force feeds them. Yeah. So the, the reason I remember that scene so well, if you guys remember, there was a movie with Ashton Kutcher called the butterfly effect. Yep. The kids go see seven in that movie and he's like, look at that fat fuck. I just remember, that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just remember that scene. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's uh, a good movie too. That is a good movie. Like Thank it. you. It's yeah. so underrated. I don't know if people... I love that movie. It's very underrated, especially the way it ends. Like, it's a very, like, selfless ending, and... Ashton Kutcher's a good actor. Which ending? Did you watch... Have you seen both endings? There's the director's cut, and no, then there's the regular. I haven't. So, yeah, I had the I had the special edition DVD. You could flip it over and watch both sides. So, Double-sided DVD? Don't you remember those? Oh, I fuck. They were, they were actually Director's annoying. cut, theatrical tra- uh, yeah. cut. Yeah. So the director's cut had a few more F-words. There was a couple extra scenes, but the biggest difference was the ending was different. So the real ending, it shows, or he goes back and tells her to live with her dad. Yeah. And so she goes and lives with her dad. Sorry to spoil it, but yeah, goes and lives with her dad. They ax, they, they cross paths in New York, and he's like, hey, shit. But that's it. That's the end of the movie. So essentially, he's he's saving her life because every other way that he tries to change the the past it ends up uh it ends up uh 
turning out badly for her. Yeah. Do you want a soda water? Me? No, thank you. Okay. In the yes. uh, in the old uh, um, director's cut on that movie, he actually goes back in time even further. He goes and watches his birth video. Oh. And goes back in time and strangles himself in the womb. <laughs> Jesus Christ! God, that wasn't a <laughs> no. I know it's a. There's a good good reason it didn't make it into the uh, into the theatrical cut. But so either, Brad either, Pitt. Either way, I was there. Moving on. Moving on. So I'm assuming seven. I'm voting for Big Short just because I love that movie. I love Brad and, Pitt's character in and, it. I love all the characters. And you know, seven's moving on. Is it for sure? Well, Taylor, um, the big one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep. Good, good that, one. Seven. That's that's clever. Yeah, seven. S e seven e n, or how did Daryl spell twelfth? It'd be S e p h. Yeah, I spelled twelfth right. Eventually, the D is silent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on to another one that's a no-brainer, in my opinion. Um, we have the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford versus Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just skip. Let's just skip it. Inglorious Bastards wins. Okay, I've never seen the assassination of Jesse James. It's okay. I heard it was boring as yeah. fuck. It's not. So I never watched it. It's not his best. Yeah. Does he get scalps? Nazi ain't got no humanity. They're the foot soldiers of a Jew-hating, mass-murdering maniac, and they need to be destroyed. That's why any and every some bitch we find wearing a Nazi uniform, they're gonna die. Now, I'm the direct descendant of the mountain man, Jim Bridger. That means I got a little engine in me. And our battle plan will be that of an Apache resistance. We will be cruel to the Germans. And through our cruelty, they will know who we are. And they will find the evidence of our cruelty in the disemboweled, dismembered, and disfigured bodies of their brothers we leave behind us. And the German won't be able to help themselves. But imagine cruelty their brothers endured at our hands and our boot heels and the edge of our knives and the German will be sickened by us and the German will talk about us and the German will fear us and when the German closes their eyes at night and they're tortured by their subconscious for the evil they have done it will be with thoughts of us that they are tortured with sound good yes sir that's what I like to hear. But I got a word of warning for all you would-be warriors. When you join my command, you take on Devitt. A Devitt you owe me, personally. Each and every man under my command owes me 100 Nazi scalps. And I want my scalps. And all y'all will get me 100 Nazi scalps, taken from the heads of 100 dead Nazis. Or you will die trying. And no one owes him scalps. Okay. But he wants his scalps. Yeah. Bongiorno. Yeah. Dominic de Coco. <laughs> Dominic de Coco. Yeah, no, the assassination is, is it's it's good. Um however it's, it's not like, it's Casey good. Affleck too, right? Yeah, it's, he's he's the coward. Is it super slow? It's pretty slow. Okay. And it's it's as far as I remember, it's kinda long. I just looked it up on IMDb today and it said it was like almost three hours long. Yeah. And I was going to watch it. And then you didn't? No, because my computer has video games. Ah, yeah. Yep. Fair so. enough. Just 
<laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Just, I'm gonna, fuck. I'm not gonna. Squirrel. We're not gonna watch this movie because there's a video game. <laughs> All right. So I'm Unglorious Bastards. 100. percent There we go. Yep. All right. Um, let's move on to the other side here. Another Quentin Tarantino movie with Brad Pitt. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Coming up against Burn After Reading. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Now, before Taylor gives his answer, I'm gonna say I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We've had it on the bracket in the past, and I think we need to give another movie a shot here. Burn After Reading is one of Brad Pitt's best characters ever. <laughs> it's so good. He is so fucking funny in yeah. it. And the way he dies in it, he yeah. dies great. Like <laughs> You think that's a Schwinn? A shitstorm of consequences, my friend, that your empty little head would be spinning faster than the wheels of your Schwinn bicycle back there. You think that's a Schwinn. Now, give me the fucking floppy or the CD or whatever the fuck it is as soon and as I'll you give us the wife. money, dickwad. You fuck! Give it to me, fuck! <laughs> I know who you it's it is so good and it's it's one of the best coen brothers movies too like it's got that hilarity to it it's it's just super uncomfortable every every other scene well, and when like when john malkovich punches brad pitt in the face like just the look on brad pitt's he's face so shocked <laughs> yeah. like, he's like so shocked that it just happened um but here's a here's a i gotta i gotta i guess a go ahead against that character being so good in that movie, the ending of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the last scene in that movie, yeah, where Brad Pitt's on acid, and his like <laughs> laugh when he's like, and the guy was like, "I am the devil." Where he goes, "No, I was dumber Something than that." Dumber than it was like Rex. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that is such a it's good so scene. fuck. It's... And then Leo DiCaprio in the pool with his headphones on, and he's just like totally oblivious. And all of a sudden, that chick comes a... in, and she's like, "Ah," and she's on fire, and he's just like, oh, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he pulls out a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's a great ending scene. I'm just I'm I'm going that uh, burn after reading should have a shot. I mean, it's just, it has a shot, but it's not going to win. Oh, fine. <laughs> I mean, no, but like I was like when Brad Pitt dies in burn after reading. Spoiler alert! I already like, said it. Yeah, when he's in he's in the closet and the door opens and just the look on his face, he's just like <laughs> like just like this smirk, and then it's like bang. Okay, he's gone. And it's that's it. It shocked me. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Like he was not supposed to die. <laughs> yep. And it well it shocked John Malkovich. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. He didn't mean to. He just opened it and got scared and boom. Yep. Fuck, that's a good movie. I need to rewatch it. But I guess it's not moving on. Is that right? Your your tiebreaker. You're 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 going for Once Upon a Time. Yeah, Once Upon a Time. And QT fucking moves hippies. on. That's uh, three Quentin Tarantino movies moving into round two here. Weird. Crazy. It's almost like we have favorites. Yeah, apparently. Or he's um, good at making movies. There's that too. Um, there's going to be another upset for me, but again, great movie. We got uh, World War Z and Fury. Obviously, Fury's moving on. In my opinion, I fucking loved World War Z, and I was I was waiting for it for years. That kid who read the book. Remember when we lived yep. together? I read the book, yep. and I'm like, they're going to make this into a movie. Yep. And then it took like six years. Yep. I was so excited when it came out, and I wasn't disappointed in it. it they did zombies well. Fury is amazing. It's a ten out of ten World yeah. War Two movie. I just think it's it's such a tough decision because when you look at Brad Pitt's acting in Fury, he is that fury furious furious <laughs> fearless leader. Um, 
he's that fearless leader and you look at his supporting cast too and like the whole crew is it's so like tight-knit you actually feel connected to all those characters but then also when you look at world war z it's like you're running from the zombies with him and yeah. like i, uh, I think for, for zombie movies let's just give credit where credit's due the scene where the zombies are running up the wall in Israel yes, and they're coming over is incredible. It's and the, and they, they, they captured what was in the book so fucking well for that scene. They're horde zombies. Yeah. That, they're like the scariest kind of zombies. Yeah. The ones that sprint and can climb 30 foot walls. Yeah. And run and st- just climb each other and they yeah. can get over shit. Like ants. They also, um, what's, what's in the book, I don't think they mentioned in the movie. Sorry. But they also say that because they're living or not, sorry, they're undead. They, they don't need air. When they hit water, they can just keep going. Yeah. And they just walk along the bottom and then until they get to more land and then they end up coming up. Yeah. And so they had in the book, they had a whole chapter where the zombies were going to ships, climbing up the fucking anchor chains that were keeping ships out in the water. It was, and then outbreaks would happen. It was, it was pretty nuts. Really. Or, or the airplane scene. In the, yep. oh yeah. yeah. In the, yep. at the hangar. Um, here to fury uh you were saying the characters shia labeouf another fun fact i don't know if it's true or not but i read that he actually cut his face the cut that he has on his face in the movie apparently he actually cut his own face and he also didn't shower for like a month yes that's shia labeouf for you though yeah he's Uh, a method actor also (laughs) michael pena that guy does no wrong yeah here i just i don't know how you love fury so much when there's someone in it that you absolutely hate the dude from uh you just hate him. I don't like him. Is yeah, that the guy from Walking Dead? Yeah. 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 He sucks. I, I enjoy him in a lot of stuff. He's got a... The only, he he I plays think he, a lot of shitty characters, like in Fury. I is he another he, one of those guys where you'd say, no one cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, he's going to be the Punisher. Never watched a single episode. Don't it's care. It's fucking good. It's not, though. It is. Because it's that guy. Um, <laughs> I'd say the only character that I thought he You're was... Such a dick. ...remotely enjoyable in was... Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. When he's got the handlebar mustache, yeah, and he's handlebar taping mustache. fucking cocaine to his body. Okay, yeah, but wa- watch him on YouTube on Hot Ones when he's actually him, his real self. You'll appreciate him more. Okay, a more, more. See that, and that's because he's a good actor. The the uh, Fury. I remember the scene where they go into the house, and you think that they're gonna rape the shit out of of those people, but they don't. I was just that whole scene. I was on edge, like so tense yeah. watching it. Like it was, it really. And then, the, my and then the scene when Michael Pena's character starts telling that story about the horses, and it gets all really, really serious. And Brad Pitt gets really, really mad. And then as soon as he gets really, really mad, and, and he slams his hand on the table or he slams his whatever on the table. <coughs> excuse me. Um, he, uh, Michael Pena just kind of like sits back and he goes, and he's like kind of almost crying. And he's just like, "I'm sorry, I'm drunk." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I, was it Logan Lerman? He's Logan the other Lerman. one in there. Also, yeah. very underappreciated actor. Perks of being a wallflower. Get the fuck out of here. I told you about Meet Bill, right? And I don't think you've watched. Meet yeah, Bill. I've never seen it. It's got Aaron Eckhart and him, and they're awesome. It's also got uh, everyone's favorite uh, uh, Timothy Oli Fantastic. He plays the the I don't know the bad guy. I guess you'd say he's not really a bad guy, but the uh, antihero. Anti- Not the antihero. antagonist. Antagonist. Thank you. Thank you. I'm losing. I'm losing words here. Um. So there we go. We're good to vote. I'm voting. I'm vote. I'm just gonna vote for World War Z just for fun. Okay. Fury. Yeah, I'll have to say Fury to be honest. Oh, fair enough. I was gonna vote for Fury as well, kind of like I said at the beginning, but I just had to give a vote there. That's really good. 
I had to give a vote. So we have one more in this opening round, you guys. And we have Spy Game versus Snatch. Snatch. Spy Game. Oh, wow. Why Snatch, Taylor? Dags. I know nothing like that, Miss O'Neill. He just likes looking after cows. Yeah, Dags. Do you like Dags? Dags. What? Yeah, Dags. Dags. Do you like Dags? Oh, dogs. Sure. I like Dags. I like caravans more. You're very welcome. <laughs> Dags. That's what I said in the intro. Did you like that? Actually, now that I think about it, so, there's, a, there's a lot of good lines in the movie Snatch that I like, but they don't actually involve Brad Pitt. He's in quite a few amazing scenes in that movie. Pikeys. Yeah. 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 He's, he, all the, all the boxing hate shit. Pikeys. He, he looks great. He's hilarious in it. Um, yeah. Spy Game is a good movie. It's not his best. Like on the whole list here today, of the ones it's only I've good because of Robert Redford. It's not his best, but <laughs> yeah. but the 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 whole like I love the Robert Redford is torn because he's supposed to do what he was trained to do and basically leaving Brad Pitt at his own uh, devices to either live or die mm-hmm. um, in a captured situation, and Robert Redford essentially goes against the powers to be and organizes a rescue mission to save his life uh, and at the point where Brad Pitt is basically going to get killed by his captors. Um, great. Yeah. Brad Pitt plays a spy. Um, Rob Redford. Fantastic. Another great Rob Redford movie that I love that. I don't know how many people have seen here, but last castle. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. With James and Gandolfini. Yep. So good. Yep. I hate James Gandolfini's breathing when he's eating or doing anything I in the movie. I love it. Oh, it's so good. He is a, he is walk he was walking talking ASMR, bro. He was. <laughs> Speak, speaking of James Gandolfini, I just watched the uh what I can't remember what it's called. Something about Newark. Anyway, it's the prequel to Sopranos just came out. Yeah, I heard about that. Um it uh it has his kid yeah. play him as a kid. Now it's not really his story. The, he just happens to be in it. It's actually a different character's movie. But his kid in certain scenes just fucking looks like him and plays him, plays the Tony Soprano character so fucking well. Nice. That I have huge high hopes that this kid's going to become a, an actor or he chooses to do that because he's, he looks like his dad. He could act like him and he, yeah, he was really good. Like how Ice Cube's son played Ice Cube better than Ice Cube. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Uh, the, the best part about that movie is they didn't show the Ice Cube that got signed by Disney. making some great quality kids movies yeah there um almost was it almost there what was that are we there yet are we there yet (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna vote for snatch i fucking love snatch so much and it's uh uh like all the characters in it the whole story it was it was it took lock stock and made it into like a big hollywood movie but still had that same fun. It was a funny angle. <laughs> <laughs> Things come from behind you when you're going in reverse, Tyrone. A natural fucking idiot. Tyrone, what you done? Yeah, Tyrone. What have you done? Look, you hassle me, you see what happens. Oh, mate, it's all right. Now, don't move it now, otherwise people will see the damage. What'd you do that for? I didn't see it there. It's a four-ton truck, Tyrone. It's not as though it's a packet of fucking peanuts, is it? It was a funny angle. It's behind you, Tyro. Whenever you reverse, things come from behind you. 
Control that dog. That is a great movie. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with Snatch moving on. Yeah, my so, brother my brother would be happy about that. He loves the uh, what's his name's movie? Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Yeah, he loves that guy's movies. Sherlock Holmes. Uh, have you seen? <laughs> have you seen the new? I haven't seen the brand new Guy Ritchie movie. Like the the gentleman. No, no, no. There's one more that's newer with Jason Statham. Is the bad? Oh the yeah, character. I heard. I heard it was just basically Jason Statham being Jason Statham. Yeah, probably gonna be. But decent. Let's just go back to the gentleman. Fucking, fucking awesome, awesome movie. Yeah, and that's why the gentleman went back to his older style of making great movies. Like the fucking, first time you watched Snatch, you left going, "Oh fuck yeah, that yeah. was awesome! I want to watch it again." Colin Farrell's character in The oh, Gentleman, so good. <laughs> the coach, so good. Yeah, I don't know. I really, really appreciated the the gentleman on uh, when I watched it. It was a Netflix one, right? Because it was just so yes, it was so. Perfect. It brought me back to the old days of yeah. of Guy Ritchie making Wheel, good movies. Wheel remember House. when he made? Remember when he was married to Madonna and put her in that movie called Swept Away? Never <laughs> nope. saw it. No, no one remembers it because it was garbage, absolute garbage. Um. All right, we're in round two here, so let's go back up to the very first one we talked about. We have Fight Club coming up against Inglorious Bastards. Ah. So here's my. I'm just gonna say this, and I'm gonna be done. Based Don't purely. Be done, just go. Okay. Based purely on. Brad Pitt movies, not necessarily, and I'm not saying Fight Club's not a better movie than uh, Inglorious Bastards, because I would say it's arguable. But I think on just like a Brad Pitt movie, I gotta go Fight Club. It's, dude, it's like Brad Pitt's obviously fantastic in Inglorious Bastards, and it's a ten out of ten movie. But Fight Club is fucking legendary. Brad Pitt, you don't you don't think Brad Pitt him. without thinking Fight Club? Yeah, it 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 made him. I think I thought Seven made him. Well, seven. Just kidding. Seven was what gave him the right to do Fight Club, which is what gave him everything else that came after. Yeah, Fight Club was fucking crazy good. Fight Club was so good. Watch I just it. wanted to destroy something beautiful. I wanted to open the dump valves on oil tankers and smother all those French beaches I'd never see. I wanted to breathe smoke. Where'd you go, psycho boy? I felt like destroying something beautiful. <laughs> Get him to a fucking hospital. Yeah. Remember when he did beat up Jared Leto? Fuck. It's a gnarly scene. And they and like the sound effects they used. Like they that was like one of the first movies where they there like the the it's obviously there's a fight club in the movie, so there there's hand to hand combat, bare knuckle fighting. Um, but it was like it it was like straight up like meat packing. Like yeah. they were just like slapping like yeah, it sounded like slapping like punching a fucking real person. Anyways. His name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> His name was Robert Paulson. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Sure sure. Meatloaf. Was. Remember when I thought he was dead? Meatloaf? I don't Maybe remember. that wasn't a conversation with you. I had a conversation with somebody and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, fucking Meatloaf. Oh, it's too bad he died. And they're like, No, he, he didn't. didn't die. And I was like, Yeah, the fuck he's definitely dead like three years ago. And they're like, Nah, he's alive. And I was like, Fuck, you're an idiot. And I looked it up and I'm like, Born, da da da. No death date. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wrong. Wrong then guy. You, then you downloaded his discography. 
Never. Listen not, to Paradise by the Dashboard Lights? Not into Meatloaf. <laughs> I mean, he had some bangers, but not for me. I That song just drives me nuts, but Michelle fucking loves it, and she sings every single word, and it's like eight minutes long, and it comes up at every single wedding. It's yep. always on, on a wedding. And How does it go? It's about... I'll tell you the story of that song. Here, sing it. No, I don't. No, I'm not going to sing How does the song go? You're in a uh, band, right? <laughs> Taylor, Show you're us? in a band, right? I don't know the song, though. He was a, a singer. There's a, part, a singer. there's a part where it goes, stop right now. I got it. Before we go any further, you got to tell me that you love me, that you need me forever. I, I need so like the, I need no, like the, the tune s- to it though. No, fuck that. Anyway, the, can you hum it? <laughs> no. <laughs> the story is a dude who wants to have sex with a girl, so then he lies to her, saying that he's going to love her till the end of time, just so they can bone. That's literally what the song's about. Classic. Yeah, <laughs> it's classic. Typical man, am I Rock right? Rock and roll. Yeah, he lied to her. What a dick. Um, Isaac Pick Fight Club. Taylor, are you going on the Fight Club train? Yes. Okay, well then, Fight Club moves on. <laughs> hey, you got you got your wish. The Tarantino movie didn't move on. Well, I didn't say wish. That was the other one. The, the other. Time. I mean, I love Inglorious <laughs> Bastards. I do really it like that movie. But I would put Inglorious Bastards is probably my top ten. Fight Club's probably my top three. Okay, the Bear Jew years. versus Tyler Durden. Who wins? Oh. Tyler Durden. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, probably Bear Jew can't use a bat. Oh, okay, okay yeah, then yeah, bear, Fight Club goes fists. on. Yeah. yeah. Who who wins? Tyler Durden versus Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden. Well, that they had that happened in the movie. Yeah, and that movie also. My eyes are open. Twice, twice it happened. Twice he beat the shit out of himself in the office. Well, he beat the scene... shit out of himself in the parking lot. Yeah, well, but we didn't know that. True. Yeah. At the time. At the time. The that scene in the office is one of the best fucking scenes ever. That's not Brad Pitt. It's Edward Norton, but yeah. it is so fucking good. The look on his boss's face where he's just like. What the fuck? Kicking my ass, you mind? Wrong movie. (laughs) Totally wrong. (laughs) But also a great beating the shit out of yourself scene. Liar, liar. Oh, yeah. Jim Carrey. (laughs) That movie's great. Yeah. Uh, It's it's actually a pretty funny movie, except the kid. I fucking hate the kid. Oh, dude, he's in Home Alone 3, right? Yeah, he is. He's in Home Alone 3. Bro, the claw? Come on, man. Fuck. No, but the kid is just so... And then the he's such a fucking whiner. I know his dad's a piece of shit, but the and then kid's the a new whiner. dad is from Princess Bride, and he can't do the claw. No, he's What's his uh, name Lawrence. Something? His name's Wesley in the Princess Bride. Yeah, he, his real name? He's 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 the Dread Pirate Roberts. As you wish. <laughs> We're talking. Princess Bride is now in the bracket. <laughs> do you not like that movie? Inconceivable. No, I do, but it's just not the time for it. <laughs> Fine, we'll move Anybody on. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> See, but we know that from from uh, Just, uh, the I love you, man. I love you, man. Yeah, more than the other one. Whatever. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. So we got seven. Weird. We got sidetracked. So we got seven versus Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Seven. Hundy. Seven. Hundy. Who's the best? Who's the best character in Seven? For you, is it is it Brad Pitt? I'm probably going Morgan Freeman. The old crusty, dried up, whatever. I I'd say Brad Pitt. Yeah, just because he goes from like bright eyed and bushy tailed, you know, new detective to <laughs> to the shooting bad guys <laughs> to, to to fixing the situation. Um, to make it easier for you, Taylor, I'm gonna do the opposite of what I said the first round, and I'm gonna say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is Did, moving on here. I thought you already said seven. No, no, I was just agreeing that he said oh. seven. Oh, so I'm <clears> saying once upon a time in Hollywood, making the taybreaker have to come to the forefront. Fan, 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 fan. Yeah, I thought you weren't doing it. I had right. to do you it. You said you weren't doing <laughs> it. I had to. So, what do you think, Taylor? Seven or once upon a time in Hollywood? 
Brad Pitt. Fuck. Yeah. What a good. He's good looking in both these movies too. He is. I love his like shitty shirt and tie in Seven. Isn't there? Isn't there? Besides the final scene, isn't there not one scene where it's not raining? It's been a while since I've watched it. All the outdoor scenes. I'm pretty sure it's raining. No, the end of the movie. That's what I said. Besides the oh. ending of the movie in the field. Pretty sure it's raining every other time they're outside. You could be right. Yeah. David Fincher. I know, right? I he also like, did Fight Club. Yeah. I feel like, so fucking torn. Well, sew it back up and fucking make a decision. <laughs> rip the Band-Aid, Taylor. I, I've got to go once upon a time. Oh, no. Oh. Dude, I'm sorry. I was. I honestly kay. thought he was gonna say seven, so that's why I picked Once Upon a Time. I'm so disappointed that seven. I'm spoiler, sorry. spoiler, seven is easily my favorite Brad Pitt movie. Can I change my vote now that yeah. he said that? Because do I, it. I wanted go, seven. To make go seven on. go through. There then you go. Okay, let's go. I thought that you were gonna hundred percent be seven, so I was like, I'll go the opposite here. Okay. Also, I just want to point out your picture of Darth Vader is not straight. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks. Yeah, it's crooked. Yeah. Just like Isaac, he's a little bit crooked. He's yeah. not straight. Okay, fine. Seven goes through. Sorry. I, once upon a time, I'm is only so good. This guy loves the cock. Fine looking boy you're raising there. Hell yeah, that's because he's from my sperm. See, I knocked up this hot woman friend of ours, so I fuck on the side so not to be all the way gay. But my tubby husband here, he loves the cock. Well, he certainly looks insatiable. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from again? Jane Silent Bob. Oh. Fucking love James Bob. Excuse me, your seatbelt seems to not be working. What do you recommend I do? Don't finish that that quote. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the last time we had to actually add a bleep into the first time ever we had to add a bleep into our episode because of me. Yeah. I want to hear the rest of that quote. I don't know what to, what you're talking about right now. Old school. I don't. Excuse me. It appears your seatbelt is broken. What do you recommend I do? I recommend you stop being such a. You're oh. in the back seat. And then he hits his face on the window. And then he hits the brakes and makes him hit his right face. Right at the, the beginning window. of the yes. movie. Oh, that's a great, that's awesome. <laughs> Taylor, why don't you say it? Anyway, we'll move on. Um, Will you bleep it out? <laughs> no, I'm not going to bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, we had to bleep out you. Or fuck it. I even, yeah, so sad that day. Did you get the one? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right, moving on. We have Moneyball versus Fury. Taylor, you go first. After you take a hit of that little flute there. Anytime. Yeah, you're allowed to talk. Any moment now. Again, Moneyball versus Fury. Yes. It's it's tough. It's real tough. Just pick. I know what me and Daryl are picking, so. I'm going Moneyball. Yeah, Fury. Fury. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Let's go. Cool. I just, yeah, Fury's... Fury's that one tank. Well, I just like the tank battles. Obviously, tank battles are sweet. The big one, but when the they, big one in they the field. face the tiger. Yeah, Oof. yeah. I thought you were a baseball fan. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's that's what brought it out of the first. So round. that, but that, he's a Fury fan. That scene um, was like very realistic too, because in World War II, the best technology tanks that were out there were the German tanks, the Tigers, and the Panthers. They were feared. Well, that's it, and that why that's. There was arguments that that scene wasn't, that there was no way the Americans would have won in that scene, but that's what made it such a good underdog story. It's a fucking movie, bruh. Relax. Yeah, relax. It's a good Our, comeback story. Now we're moving on. Kim Kardashian? Yeah. Kim Kardashian's a good comeback story. Didn't her sister just marry Travis Barker? Have you not seen that that Chris Pratt thing? No. No. So in I have no idea. The deleted from Parks and Recreation? And Recs, they're, like, they're like, yeah, we love good comeback stories, you know? The Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. And they go off like a few more, and then Chris Pratt's like, 
Kim Kardashian. And they're like, <laughs> they're all kind of like, what? And he goes, no, in the movie, I'm pretty sure she had come on her back. It's a good comeback story, right? Seabiscuit, The Mighty Ducks, Robert Downey Jr., uh, who Rocky. Else? Yes. Kim Kardashian. Kim, well. Well, in the video, she gets, she gets come on her back, I think. <laughs> oh that's funny yeah i've never seen that, yeah. that obviously that's why that dude there's like the a show. there's a there's a cli- uh, clip on youtube going around that's like what is it like seven minutes long and it's all just parks and rec chris pratt chris pratt literally shits his pants on set and he goes he lets out the loudest fart and then goes <laughs> shit my pants on set check <laughs> Dude, it's so good i'll send it to you okay sounds yeah. good i could go for a good laugh well, let's move on here we have snatch versus true romance oh. not it <laughs> not i'll go it. first i'm gonna pick uh oh fuck i'm going snatch because i haven't seen true romance <sighs> i'm sorry fair enough no that that makes perfect sense i love both of these movies so much I know Isaac's going to talk about True Romance's um, soundtrack. soundtrack and how much he loves it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go True Romance because I like when it comes down to rewatching that. Even even when it comes down to the characters, Brad Pitt's not the main in either one of them. Mm. I love Floyd. He's just such a good roommate. Goodbye, well, he's- Richie. Good- <laughs> <laughs> <You're hilarious. laughs> Solid. Solid. Asada. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, True Romance because it's got a better soundtrack. <laughs> Is that the reason? <laughs> no, I, I just like True Romance better. Like, I like I like most of Guy, Ritch- Guy Ritchie's movies. Uh, Snatch, like we talked about it, it's fucking wicked. It's a great movie. Uh, but if True Romance is like a vibe. It's like the soundtrack, I can't, I can't help it, man. It brings it sucks you in like you get you get attached to the characters. The story is just like so like so far fetched, but also you're just along for the ride. Like you're just like yeah, I'm I'm with these characters. It, like this is it's a true romance. And Gary Oldman's character, I didn't know he was in it. Right, Commissioner Gordman. Gordon? Yeah. Oh yeah. You just watched Gordman. the movie. Gordman. Yeah. Commissioner Gordman. He plays like this like like white Rasta gang drug bang dealer. drug dealer. That like okay. is a pimp as, as well, and he gets shot in the penis. Well, thanks, <laughs> right on. And that's Taylor's okay. response Let's to, to that. Scene. That out too. Um, no, we'll leave, <laughs> we'll leave that in for the people. They really want to hear that. They love hearing that. Um, the other, the, the last thing I'll say about Snatch is it's got a great. The intro to that movie is awesome. It's just got Benicio and some buddies dressed up like rabbis going in an elevator just talking the whole time about whatever and then they go in and rob the place and it was just a fucking great opening scene yeah i agree to a, to a movie agree i will say though on that note guy Ritchie, besides snatch and lockstock not a big fan of the rest of his as the much gentleman. as those watch the gentleman. the gentleman no as much as those two. Oh, but watch the gentleman have you seen the gentleman yes i've seen the gentleman okay so he said he likes those two better fair enough yeah. i like the part in lockstock like- where they get locked in the cage <laughs> they're stuck in there his Sherlock movies eh. I've, yeah. never, I've never seen them wasn't Layer Cake uh, Guy Ritchie movie too he yeah. produced it but he didn't yeah. direct it yeah that's right that was Daniel Craig yeah yeah that was a decent movie it was decent it was, was 007 that, what was that other sorry this is James, totally James different but I'm pretty sure you were the one who showed it to me 
It was another movie. It was like a British gangster movie, not not Guy Ritchie. It had Paul Bettany in it, and it was gnarly. And I'm pretty sure there was a Green scene. Green Street Hooligans. No, no, that's oh. that's a soccer movie. I was just going to bring that up because on your last movie. episode with Kevin, you guys said. Name a good soccer movie. None Hooligans. of them. Green Street Hooligans is unreal. That is a good fair. movie. Elijah yeah. Woods and Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is a good movie. And it's also sad. Yeah. Yes. Very sad. But uh, no, it was another one. Paul Bettany was like a badass and he he plays a young version of Malcolm McDowell or something like that, where Malcolm McDowell's a gangster and it's like him as a younger kid. Anyway, I can't remember. I watched it at your house or our house at Patina and- uh, Maybe Jed had it. I don't know. It was really good. I guess he had to be there. So Jed. I'm, I'm looking it up. Are you? Perfect. Our next round here, let's just get into this. We'll, me and Taylor will start start this one off. We got Fight Club versus True Romance. You know what I'm picking. Because you've never seen True Romance. Yeah, but I, I, I saw the trailer just before we started. Yeah. So. So you basically, you're knowledgeable on True Romance in every way. Yeah, like it's a... Uh, uh, Tarantino movie and there's well he's like, not didn't direct it he wrote it it's a Tarantino yeah, movie and yeah. there's like people die uh, a lot of people die people run away uh, and people save each other Christopher Walken is a is a, an Italian gangster a Sicilian gangster I'll vote for that movie if you can talk like Christopher Walken nope can't do it okay. I am Fight not, Club it is uh, not good at that um, <laughs> I don't know Isaac we can look that up after it's not that big are you talking Kiss Kiss Bang Bang no no, Paul Bettany's not in it. I can't, I can't find it. Anyways, go on. What's um, what's the matchup? I fight, fight Club and True Romance. Fight Club. Yeah, that's what Taylor said. Uh, I would say the same thing. Okay. Fucking love Fight Club. Yep. What's your favorite quote from Fight Fight Club? You don't talk about it, man. <laughs> See what you did there. Hmm. What's my favorite quote from Fight Club? Oh fuck! What's what's the fucking song that plays when the buildings are crashing down? Uh, the Pixies. Where's yes. my mind? Yeah. That's a great that, that scene. That song really made that scene too. When the drums like, da, 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 and yeah. then that's when it's like the buildings start falling down. And I guess you had to be there. I just got the shivers explaining it. So that movie is <laughs> definitely moving on. Um, no, there's a, there's that one line we were talking about before that I don't know if we're supposed to talk like this, but I'm quoting the movie. So when when Marla's like, I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. <laughs> I fucking love that line. Do you want to finish her off? <laughs> exactly that yeah anyway i just killed the vibe with that their quote but that, that quote not at all when that, he when he's thinking uh like when he goes to his like quiet place during therapy and it's just like slide slide and it's just the penguin yeah no, i can't honestly i can't even think of a quote from fight club right now there was a another line um that they wanted to have in there and uh the original line was sorry i just pulled it up here which in the dream? Which, in the happy which, place? No, no. For the I haven't been fucked like that oh, since yeah. grade school. So David Fincher had an original line in there that the uh, studio made him change. And they're like, he said, okay, I'll change it. But no matter what I pick, you have to keep it. And that's the one that made it. I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. But the original line that he wanted was, I want to have your abortion. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and they took that one out of there. I wonder so, why. Yeah, weird. It's, it's just kind of funny. This is '99, right? When this movie came <laughs> out, it's some time. But uh, the other, the other part that I, the other part in that movie, that I just love watching. So I'm just, I just love Fight Club. Yep. Is uh, is when he, like the first time you see Brad Pitt put the lie on his hand, whatever. But when it shows that he's doing it himself, 
just like that scene just rocked me a little bit yep. to the core. I just thought of a line from that movie. What's what's that? <clears throat> Could be worse. Could have a lady cut your penis off while you're sleeping and throw it out of the window of a moving car. <laughs> I just I remember one of my favorites my favorite quote from that movie. This is Bob. Bob has bitch tits. <laughs> Bob. Bob had bitch tits. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah. That I I can't even remember why there I watched a documentary on this a while ago and they were talking about he why he had some like hormone. It was the the gentleman who were they had testicular cancer. Yeah. And yeah. so he was like on hormone therapy. And that was their support group. Developed bitch tits. And Edward Norton cries so hard into his cleavage that he leaves yeah. tear marks, marks on his yeah. shirt. Yeah. That's, that's a fucking weird, like, oh, what's his name? Uh, Chuck Planiak, the the author of the book. Palinuk? Yeah. Palinuk, sure. Um, that's a weird, like, idea. The idea that this guy goes, a lot of his books have some weird ideas. Uh, but the fact that this guy has nothing wrong with him but just loves going to like cancer groups and self-help groups and yep. so he can sleep because he has insomnia yeah insomnia insomnia yeah choose some earlier wow <laughs> start that again rewind <laughs> all right let's go to the other side so fight club moves on we have seven versus fury God, damn i'm picking seven yeah i'm picking i seven. want i want an all fincher final i'm picking seven as well because seven seven and Fury's great, but not that great. Wow, Taylor, your opinion doesn't matter. No, let's be. We're in, we're in. So the I final. hear you're in a movie coming up called Furry. <laughs> <laughs> What's that about? People wearing costumes? No, between two ferns, Zach Galifianakis with Brad Pitt. <laughs> I've never seen that one, dude. It's so good. You know what's actually good? The Between Two Ferns movie. Hilarious. I haven't seen the movie. Do you see the one with Steve Carell where he's like, so when you're swimming at the beach and people start yelling shark, 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 do you ever get offended when people realize it's just your nose? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one. That's a good one. He's That what's, character's still so good. What's the Keanu Reeves one where he's like, so I hear you research your roles. Um, have you ever tried researching a character who is a good actor? <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Or the Natalie Portman one. <laughs> they have like, they have all of Between Two Ferns on Netflix. Like, as far as I know, like, like every episode yeah. of Between two, Between Two Ferns is on Netflix. Wasn't it just like shorts? Yeah. yeah, they're all short interviews, but they're all on there. That's funny. I didn't know that. I was unaware. I will have to go watch some more because it was really funny. I don't really like Zach Galifianakis a what? lot of times, but I like that character. I like that, the Between Two Ferns he, thing. He kind of wore out that character a little bit, but yeah. like his you know, classic Zach Galifianakis character, but yeah. there definitely are some some roles of his that are like priceless. Obviously, the Hangover, the first Hangover, so fucking good. Yeah, it, it's like a a different Will, Will Ferrell. Like he he had his Warms role. Out, yeah, he had his yeah. role. Like the uh, what was the one election? No, what was the one oh, where he was up against yeah, Will Ferrell yeah, yeah. for the? It was a, yeah, I, it was an election. The candidate and the, yeah, and that, the scene, candidate. that scene where Will Ferrell like. He does some speech or whatever, and then he like your, just leans your balloons over about he, to pop, and it's gonna smell of your own butt toots. It wasn't that quote, but he like <laughs> he like leans back and just like whispers to Zach Galifianakis, and he goes, "Welcome to the fucking show." <laughs> it's real good. That movie, I didn't like that much. I didn't like it that much either. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Sidetrack. Did you watch any of Will Ferrell's serious ones? Like Everything Must Go. I actually super depressing. I actually really like that movie though. Which it, one's Everything Must Go? It's the, the one where he. 
sells everything in the house? No, his wife kicks him out and puts everything on the lawn, and he refuses to leave, so he stays on the lawn. And okay, then people just I've seen that. People just start coming up to his house, being like, "Hey, is this for sale?" Like thinking he's having a yard sale, and, and he, he just sits there. there basically and just drinks like PBR the whole movie, and you know figures his life out in the course of the movie. The one I love that was serious. I haven't seen that one, and I should probably watch it. That sounds pretty good. I like Stranger Than Fiction. I love yes. that movie. Yep. Him and Dustin Hoffman and Maggie Gyllenhaal. If it makes you feel better, I like Everything Must Go Better Than Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, okay. I don't know why that would make me feel better, or I didn't feel bad about it. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, hey, name that movie. If it makes you feel better, I forgot my reading glasses. Home Alone. Is that is that this brother? The uncle went on, on the, the plane, plane and yeah. she realizes that she lost, <laughs> lost her kid. Kevin. And then he's just like, hey, if it makes you feel any better, I forgot my reading glasses. Is that real crystal? Put it in your purse. Put, put, it, put, it, put, it, it, put it in your purse. <laughs> All right, we're at the final here, guys. Fill it, fill it, fill it, up, fill it up. Fill it up. I'm actually curious to see where this goes here. We got Fight Club and Seven. Brad Pitt, 90s. David Fincher. Seven. Isaac. Wow, Seven. Yeah. I'm 100% Fight Club. So Sorry. that leaves uh, actually Taylor. Sorry, Taylor. Do you do you need us to? Are you are you on the fence? Do you know? Give me your points. Let's hear it. Let's let's go, Isaac. Why why seven? Isaac, you're on the clock. Uh, you got five seconds. That's too short. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Why seven? Uh, Fight Club, obviously, start to finish, great movie. A little bit of a real reveal at the end with the you know the whole he's Tyler Durden the entire time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I know, right? Mind boggling. Um, but I feel like. That what pushes seven over the top for me between the two is the ending of seven. <coughs> that whole movie, the reveal, that whole movie is gnarly. Like it's it's fantastic. It makes you uncomfortable. Like the the whole like the torture in the way that people are killed in that movie, or it's just like it's it's fucking gnarly and kind of leaves you almost like un- feeling unsettled. But then the way that it ends, where um, what's his name, Kevin Spacey? Yep. Yeah. He turns himself in and you're like, oh, what the fuck? And it's kind of like you're almost like, what's going on now? Why is he turning himself in? And then he leads them on this whole like, um, what's the word? I'm looking Wild for? goose chase? Yeah, goose chase. Um, kind of. Uh, to the big finale of the movie where you find that Kevin Spacey, in order to um, complete his mission in his serial killings, um, decides to make himself the victim of wrath and yeah. Brad Pitt becomes wrath and what's in the box Brad Pitt's pregnant wife's head and yeah. it's just like Gwyneth it's... Paltrow best best scene ever also hey hey there's <laughs> a there's a Bad band joke. there's I'm a band kidding. that we both like and they have a quote from a movie cut from the movie in the beginning of one of their songs and the quote is I hate this town or I hate this city do you know what band that is? It's Gwyneth Paltrow. I killed the prom queen. Gwyneth Paltrow saying, "I hate this city." Is it "I killed the prom queen"? No. Oh, okay. No, I have no idea. From Autumn to Ashes. I don't remember that song. Yeah. Neither do I. Yeah. I guess that would have a little more weight if we remembered that. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's that. Anyways, either, either way, no, <laughs> I, I love. So I'll, I'll go the opposite. I love Seven as well. I, I love. I love that Seven has the reveals uh, too. Like it's great. There was a, a couple of those movies in the 90s, Fight Club 7, <laughs> The Usual Suspects. Um, funny enough, two of these have Brad Pitt, two of those have Kevin Spacey. Anyway. Get them. Get them. Um, I like 7 
but I, I just, I will go back and rewatch fight club over and over again, way more than seven. It's a lot more watchable because it's a lot more accessible, but it still has its dark moments. If you want that, it has its comedy. Um, seven has zero comedy and it's just, you have to be in a specific mood to watch it. Yep. It's a great, great movie. There's but, comedy depending on who you are. Yeah. yeah. If you're Kevin Spacey in seven, if you're John Doe, that's, I don't think they have a name for him. I do like that in both these movies. There's no name for the for the bad guy or yep. for the main character in, in Fight Club. Mm, yeah, it's the narrator and, or John Doe. Well, it's Ty Durden, but yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't know in the credits it still says the narrator. Yeah, um, Edward Norton. Ed, Eddie Norton. I've heard he's a dick. Yeah, me too. Um, I've heard Kevin Spacey's a dick. What's too, the one? So. Uh, Birdman. No, Birdman's uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, but Edward Norton's the antagonist ish character. Oh, is he? Okay, Rounders. Fun fact: That's a great movie. Great movie. Rounders is it awesome. Is a good movie. Uh, Birdman was filmed in one shot. No, it wasn't except but, two shots. Okay. Sorry, yeah. they did have one split. But anyways, the that movie I never watched it for the longest time, and I was like, I was uninterested. I it's finally good. watched it. the 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 way that that movie's filmed, and it is filmed to look like it's all in one shot. It is. I remember it is two shots, but that whole movie was filmed in two shots. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's insanely. It's insanely interesting watching that movie and how they transition from scene to scene. It's that crazy. Means, do you Isn't that... change your vote for Fight Club? No. <laughs> because of Birdman? Um, Ed Norton, I heard, is was very, very difficult filming that movie. Yeah, I heard he was, he's was. he been difficult in a lot of movies. But uh, no, I'm, I'd still, I, I'd go for Fight Club just because it's, it's more accessible. If, if I was to go home and just put on a movie tonight, out of all these movies, it would probably be Fight Club. Okay, cool, Taylor. Wow, what a dick. <laughs> Taylor, what do you, what, what do you think? Uh, they're both great. So I, I just don't want to hear nothing but silence over here. So give us Yeah, some... no, I uh, <clears throat> I already had my mind made up. I just wanted to hear what you guys had to say. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Fight Club. Yeah. Fight Club it is. Fucking knew it. It's okay. It's Fight Club's good. There we have. We have it. A champion. Oh, Brad that was Pitt. it? Brad Pitt's best movie is okay. Fight Club. Best two movies are Fight Club and Seven. And Moneyball. <laughs> yeah. Moneyball got knocked out a lot earlier. And Three Ninjas. Uh, fuck, dude. Okay, I watched, yeah, three, oh yeah, you I watched Three Ninjas on Saturday. You said you were going to watch it last week, and you did. And we watched Three Snapchat. Ninjas Knuckle Up. It was great. <laughs> the second one sucked. I don't remember. It's not good. I don't remember which one it is where uh, Rocky snaps the bat at home plate. So that would be Three Ninjas Kick Back, which is yeah. technically... The third movie filmed, but the second movie in the sequel or in the series. He didn't even charge the pitcher and mom and dad got mad at him. So that movie had a different Rocky and Tom Tom. But then the third movie had the original three. So the first one and the third one were filmed at the same time. And then the second one just didn't come out. And then they remade a new one with different actors. And then the third one eventually dropped, which is just weird. So anyway, there's okay. your three ninjas trivia for the day. Well, Brad Pitt, but, uh, you make good movies, and Fight Club is the first out of the two best movies that you've made, according to us. According to Ginger and the Beef, and Taylor, and Taylor, and Taylor. Also, big shout out to uh, Every Time I Die. Good job on releasing Radical. Love you guys. Yeah, have you listened to it? I haven't. I've heard the two dude. singles. Oh, it's dude. Radical, that their new album is going to blow your fucking socks off. Okay, so it needs it's a whole It's probably watch. my favorite E-Tid album today. Really? It's Hands down. Good. Wow. Okay, good. Yeah, I've heard the singles. I fucking loved them. They're not even but, the best songs in the album. Well, still, so I'd say I'd argue I still that love the them. first song on the album might be the best. Distress Rehearsal. 
It's so good. That... Also, also, I did get a text message from Taylor today that suggested that in April 24th, I think. 30th. A, April 30th, there's a show Misery to Misery Signals, Cancer Bats, and... Comeback Kid. Comeback Kid. At Dickens. I can, I can care less about Cancer Bats. Fuck those guys. But the other two are... What? I don't know. I, just I was like going to say I could care less about Comeback Kid. <laughs> yeah. I love Comeback Kid. I, don't I would like... take Cancer Bats over Comeback Kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, up. no, no, for sure. But me and Taylor, we saw Misery Signals a few years oh, ago. Oh, that's because you toured with Comeback Kid, right? I totally forgot you were in a band. I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> no, no, I said, we, me and, I said me and we, Taylor we watched saw Misery, Misery Signals in Kelowna. Yeah, yeah it was true. fucking awesome. That was their la- the last tour they were fucking on. Fucking awesome. It was Except, great. Dude, the bar was not moving when we were there. No. But we me, don't. you, and Scotty were just sitting at a at a table and like the mosh pit was non-existent, no. which I'm okay with. Now I'm 32. I don't want to mosh. No. Do you I want to sit I want to sit at a table and drink a beer and watch a show. Do you remember that time we saw Eaton in, in Kelowna? Yeah. That was great. Upstairs. That was a good Billy. night. Scott and Kyle showed up. That was a good night. That was a great night. That was a fun night. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great that night. That was a good night. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> Brad. <laughs> Taylor, hey, you remember were... that time you came to Eaton at uh, the Republic? Republic? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So you, it was wait, the you longest had... show they ever played. They played like 24 songs. <laughs> Taylor's missed two every time. I Meanwhile, I'm like laying on my back. My mom brought me a mattress upstairs so I could like lay on the floor and she made me tea. Shout out to Heather. Yeah, wait hey, what up, H-Bomb? <laughs> She's totally listening What's to the this. code word? What is the code word, Taylor? Be polite. <laughs> Ish. Rubber gloves. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fight Taylor. club. Fight yeah. club. Yeah, He's yeah, wearing yeah. the we got yellow. It. We got it. Rubber yeah. gloves. I would have said soap. You want to say finish, no more. You want to finish her off? Yeah. That's it. Thanks, everybody. All right, oh, this is episode 50, by the way. So oh, decent. Two more, and we're at the fucking one whole year. Wow. We haven't missed a week. We have not. So, I have. Well, you, yeah, but two. for good reason. Yeah. You were sick, one of them, and COVID. the other one, I can't remember what happened to the other one, but it's probably fucking Stop. COVID. Yeah. Something. It was last Christmas. Thanks for having me again, boys. I appreciate this. Well, we love having you here, Taylor. Yeah, Thanks for coming. Anyway, everybody, thank you for coming to Ginger and the Beef. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Catch you right. next week. Bye. Bye.